Our mics are live. <laughs> Good evening, truckers everywhere. By George, it's Earth Day, and I am your host, Dick Chiefing. What's on Earth? It's St. George's Day, and I'm Wilma Fingerdoo. It's also Shakespeare's birthday, and on behalf of Alvin, I say, cry dog for Harry Balzac and St. George. Lou called me his dragon, but he's gone to Earth this week, leaving me Norma Snuckers. Alas, I am one who loves not wisely, but too well. Uh, we've heard a rumour that an updated version of Hollow Cecil will be available soon, maybe as soon as tomorrow. So, throughout the programme, I and my fellow presenters will be testing out some of the cocktails that Hollow Cecil can help you to make if he's installed in your cockpit. I'm going to start with a slurp of something called a caustic dribble. So, if I press the wrong buttons... At least I'll have an excuse this week. But for now, on with the news. Got no range. It's alright, we got it, we got this. <laughs> right, no party like a cyborg party! Wizard visits Hutton with a warning. The heat is on for one willful pilot. With great power comes great power cuts. Sticky seats, overpriced snacks, the problems of home cinema. Taking photos for the blind. Lou sent over some kind of used napkin with his BTS update on it. And Norma seems to have Flossie's bit between her teeth. It was time to party like it's Wool 359 this week as the system celebrated a public holiday by declaring it to be Borg Appreciation Day. <clears throat> Truckers embraced the festivities dressed as shambling cyborgs, threatening to assimilate the buffet and of course telling their belt buckles that resistance is futile. Though a couple of geeks were seen saying that to superconductors as they lowered their shields and prepared to surrender their hips. There was a Dress Your Infant a Jean-Luc Picard competition with the top prize going to the Lucutest Baby and the whole day was rounded off with an exhibition of cube dancing in 7-9th time. The only sour notes in an otherwise magic carpet of a day were where when 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 were were when 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 were. <clears throat> the only sour notes in an otherwise magic carpet of a day were when one individual was tempted to add their biological distinctiveness to someone else's for all of 0.68 seconds and an ill-placed ocular implant which nearly had someone's eye out. 
There are some who call him Tim. Hutton had a visit this week from a mysterious figure, the so-called Tim the Enchanting. He'd left the safety of his usual abode in the caves of Kairobanog to bring his staff of one, see how we did things at the orbital. Still traumatised by Buck's appearance at VECM, he'd followed rumours of an assassin from Van Marnenstar who was hiding in our corridors, the so-called Killer Abbott, who had nasty big pointy teeth. He said that he knew he was at the right place because of the grail-shaped beacon that had drawn his attention and the foul stench of hell once he disembarked. Unfortunately, we had to disabuse him. The beacon was in fact Simuth's non-incendiary light that he needed to use in the fetid space where he houses his collection of rare farts. And the stench? Well, Simuth again, but all his own work this time. Despite our attempts to show Tim our choir, who were all wearing identical eyewear, he disappeared rather rapidly, so we were unable to show him the choral sex. Specs. Bollocks. During the recent hollow test by the Pilots Federation, Commander Scotty NR showed the cruel side of his nature. To quote the birthday boy, as flies to wanton boys are we to the gods. They kill us with their sports. Wanting a quick return from Salom's reach, this latter-day sadistical Marquis de Bernard decided to forego the usual methods of a quick death, namely by initiating self-destruct or by turning off the shields and diving headfirst at a high-G planet, or by letting Cecil take over the cockpit and asking him to be very, very careful. Instead, Scotty NR decided to do the space equivalent of focusing a star's rays through a magnifying glass and watching what happened to the ants below. He calmly landed his anaconda on a nearby planet, closed the vents to initiate silent, silent running, and stood back as he and a few friends, we think we heard Buck Naked's voice in there somewhere, watched as the ship slowly, ever so slowly, piece by piece, started to show signs of distress. At first there was no visible sign of the maelstrom that was growing in the belly of the beast, just a sense of unease from the witness, witnesses. As they felt just a little embarrassed to be taking an unfeeling part of the unfolding spectacle. Voices became hushed as almost imperceivably on the surface of the ship there were just a few small gouts of flame, such as you might see when Moose demonstrating how he can use his own internal gas supply for a Turkish barbering technique on his own arse hair. Just little petamines that greatly caress different parts of the huge ship. After a while, these seemingly inconsequential fireworks subsided and all was calm. For a short while, strange noises were heard, as if internal bulkheads were collapsing and pressures re-equalizing on the stricken vessel. Then once more, all was quiet. But not for long. A succession of flickering lights were seen on the underbelly of the behemoth, and within seconds it was finally all over. Hot 964 had made the ultimate sacrifice just to give one commander an easy ride home. We at Hutton Orbital do not condone this kind of snuff movie, even if it was made during a hollow test. 
It's a small step from this to Shouty demanding we broadcast his poetry. If you have been affected by any of the issues in this news article, please contact the one charity that works tirelessly to stop this kind of cruelty. And perhaps consider sending them some credits. Contact the Society for Protecting Under-Resourced Modules. Yes, if you'd like to be a sperm donor, please place your donation in the bucket. Really? All that for that? That... Oh, God. We're worried about power. Not the sort of power that you show people in the galaxy map when they ask, so what is the bubble? Or the sort that is apparently symbolised by a large, uncomfortable-looking metal chair and apparently can only be won after several women have stood around in drafty castles without any clothes on. No, after descending into infrastructure failure for a second time, Putnam Power Limited has been forced to issue a statement blaming unusual usage as pilots are staying in their quarters, no longer roaming the galaxy delivering mugs. They say about this, combined with a dodgy batch of power converters, has put a strain on their ability to produce power. Their spokesman did give us a statement, but there was a lot of interference. All we could make out was that some girl, girl called Jenny is to blame. In an attempt, oh, in an attempt to cheer up pilots who are full of NUI after the completion of Operation Hot Mess, the Pilots Federation have started to host movie nights. We suggest that a 2010 action movie starring Angelina Jolie as a CIA agent who goes on the run after a defector accuses her of being a Russian spy, but apparently there was something about the name of the title character that they didn't like. In the end, they went for something suitable for a drive-in, Jurassic Car Park, where bioengineered lizards feed on California Gateway, or as they call it, Hollywood, residents as movie night goes real D. The dastardly dawn demonstrating deadly dinosaurs dining during a devourment. Oh no, denouement. D-d-denouement? Real D, as we sure you are all aware, is the current level of realism for movies. There was 3D that increased realism and made you duck, but needed special glasses that made the audience look like a before picture in an advert for Specsavers. Then there was 4D, which was exactly the same, except that your chair vibrated like dead meat, had let one off of his monster bottom burps, or someone threw a bucket of water at your face. Since then, there's been moving chairs, cinemas built on fault lines to get a truly realistic rumble, whole-body haptic feedback suits for specialist entertainment. For obvious reasons, these suits had to be purchased. No rentals available. Uh, all of this has culminated in Real D. You do not require any special glasses or equipment. The character is modeled to look exactly like you. And if in the movie the character loses a limb or gets eaten, then you receive the same exact experience. For those of you who are asking what's the difference between real life and Real D, it's simple. The snacks are cheaper. Some may argue that it's the second best liquid that you can put in your Hutton mug if you're out of Centauri Megagin. But whatever. Unquestionably, Hutton takes the tea. Teabagging? 
Tea time, or in the case of the healthier truckers, PT. Mr. T, I ain't getting on no beluga. For the hippies, we have tea tree. There are T9, T7, T10, and the T6. But this is an entirely different cup of tea. It's a charity. It has all gone to the dogs. But this time, dogs of a different stripe. Or rather, harness. The guide dogs. On Tuesday of this week, led by Dayglow Viking, myriad people throughout the galaxy took selfies with a mug of tea. Well, they say it's tea, but how can you tell in a picture? To take part in the Great Guide Dogs virtual tea party and attempted to break the Guinness Galaxy record for the number of simultaneous participants whilst raising money for the Guide Dogs for the Blind Association. Whilst our own fluffy leader is, of course, a hearing dog, he is nonetheless very supportive of any charity that helps others and has given this his paw print of approval. Apparently, it's taking a while to verify the record attempt since the organisers need to see everyone's faces to assure that there's no cheating. And we're worried that pilots may have forgotten to remove their PPE. That's pilots' pulchritude enhancers. We'll bring you news as we get it. Pattern space is very simple at the moment which is probably down to most of the galaxies spending the last two weeks cramming themselves into cardboard spaceships and then complaining when the copy deck seems to give way. Now, I'm going to give this introduction in two ways. The simple one that everyone with an IQ in double figures can understand. And then again in a step-by-step version because none of you truckers ever listen, let alone think. Leave everything alone that isn't below 40%. And if it is, give it a little, and I mean a little, boost. That's version one. Version two. Hill Pass is too low. Do good things for Hutton. Do bad things to Hill Pass liberals. Sign 2051 and LHS 340 are too low. These are little systems. Do a little bit of good things for Hassan. You don't need to be mean to anyone in those. For the three systems mentioned, when they get to 50%, stop. Immediately. Do not pass go. Do not collect 100 mugs. Finally, leave every other system alone. Do not touch anything. Pretend that they have mods but that they're AEDC systems and we don't want to help them. Seriously, leave them alone. Okay, you got that? Right. King Spanky has sent the following over from Colonia. Hand in bounties at Eoproco Centurion tier. Missions and passenger missions in Eoproco Centurion tier. Buy low, sell high in Eoproco Centurion tier. Exploration data can be cached in Eel Proco Centurion tier. Make sure you're at Dollar Depot. This, his special instructions are to make tier great again. I mean, make tier go over 20% by doing the right stuff, whatever that is. I thought it was a clumsy madrigal about teenage shagging. Not sure how that will help. Anyway, over to Norma.
normally this item would be something that would be talked about later in the show, but for reasons that will become apparent, assuming you're paying attention, I am going to make this announcement here amongst the regular news instead of Flossie telling you in her CG news. Led by Commander Finn Rain, Bass's big bubble banter bus is leaving on a trip this coming Sunday, this 26th of April. He'll be touring notable locations around the bubble and is inviting commanders to join him for daily shenanigans every day from 9pm UK time, that's 8pm UTC, for 26 consecutive days. Challenges will include how many different ship types can we get into one selfie? Can we outnumber the pirates at the best sites? And of course, potentially attempting to land on the 5G world without going oops. Every evening from 9pm, join Baz in the Banter Bus channel on Hutton's TeamSpeak. Get into the Hutton private group and listen out for the cry of all aboard. Multi-crew, wing or just being in the same instance will be available. Currently, this event does not include hotbox pilots, but if any hotbox commander would like to organise a simultaneous parallel event, please let Commander Sinrain know. Commander Sinrain's representative, Vice Floyd, will be along after the news to bring us more detail and to answer questions. Thank you, thank you, thank you, you bunch of sexy kids joining us in video footage for your enjoyment tonight. Hopefully a um, few wee spanners in the works which will work out over the next couple of weeks as we get used to it. Hopefully we can bring our wonderful faces to your screens every week with great joy um, for you getting to see us in real life. And that's a good thing, isn't it? It's a good thing, isn't it? <coughs> Yeah. Okay. You say so. No, no, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm putting it a bit strongly, I think, yeah. It's great, because look, we can do things like, ah, oh, ah, oh, yeah, this is our life. Yeah, here in the holodeck, enjoying the cool breeze, well, it's a slightly warm and musty breeze from down south. Um, shouldn't have had those chickpeas earlier on, jeez, oh. Anyway, at least it guarantees me a little bit of peace and quiet in this holodeck. No one's going to bother me. A couple of people have opened the door, well, once. And, uh, yeah, I haven't seen anyone since. It's been great. How are you guys? Hopefully, um, you know, our uh, enforced uh, uh, isolation has uh, not darkened your weeks at all and you're all still all chipper and you're not just salivating and drooling down one side of your face like Flossie. <laughs> 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 I can <could> see... <laughs> She's like, she's clicking frantically, <laughs> <laughs> clicking frantically to get her mute off so she can say something. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, we are we are joining you in uh, total full 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 um, immersion. For you. Was it uh, what did you call it? immersion? Where we appear, it's kind of like demersion. Um, but yeah, well, it's great to see you all here. Hopefully you have had a good week. Uh, apologies for the wee glitches towards the beginning. Um, some of the wonderful tech that we established and worked were so wonderfully during VECM have had little updates that make them not quite work. So, uh, as I say, I'll be smacking it with a, a mallet through um, the weekend. 
Um, but we do have a theme as well for tonight, so there is music, there is a theme, um, and we think, or somebody thinks that you'll get it. We'll see. Maybe not immediately, but uh, as guesses as usual, if you could pass them to Palantir, say aye. Aye. That's Palantir. Sorry, <laughs> moi. Yeah, V. V. Uh, two. Me, me. Et tu. Me, me, me. Uh, pass them to Palantir and he will do his best to collect them together and we will give you uh, the, you know, the wonderful prize that is a shout out towards the end of the show. Now, uh, with that in mind, let's get on with our first tune. It is a tribute to the legendary movie swashbuckler Errol Flynn. As we understand, he was a, he was proud of his weapon and liked to wave it about a lot. I have terrible gastric issues tonight. Jesus, it's Hollywood Pirate by the musical burps. Uh, blades, blades, musical blades. Yeah, coming at you now. And we are back. Uh, we'll just come back here so you can see us again and suffer that. Um, well, that was uh, was again one of one of uh, Dave's amazing choices um, of tunes. Um, Hollywood Pirate by the Musical Blades, one of his favourite um, or one of his favourite pirate style bands. Obviously, the Boarding Crew as well. And um, what the other one's called? There's another couple. There's another couple that I'm aware of. Uh, Ilstrom are probably my favourite, but that's a different story altogether. Ilstrom, Ilstrom, Ilstrom. It's one of those two, isn't it? Um, right, what have we got tonight? We've got um, another one of the amazing famous people reports from our very own Peter of the Werther Spoon. Uh, we have got um, uh, information on what's going on with voice packs. Uh, I've recently reinstalled, uh, reinstalled it. Because that's what you have to do um, when you've uninstalled it. You have to reinstall it before you're able to uh, install it and run it properly. Um, and I found that uh, it's far more racist than I remember it being. Um, I don't <laughs> think I've ever sworn at my computer as much as I have over that when it tells you that in order to get your config, you have to say this phrase. And it's like, great. Every time I say that phrase, it doesn't hear it. It just makes up some random command. I nearly jettisoned all my cargo. I nearly didn't buy back my ship and then just abandoned it and went for a free stock sidewinder. All this kind of rubbish, just trying to get the damn thing to listen to me. And then I realised <laughs> that the instructions had a considerably longer sentence than the bit I was reading from it because they'd put brackets in uh, with a keyboard shortcut. Um, so, yeah. Stupid me, just not reading the instructions. Oh, I was just going to check, could it be something to do with um, you being Scottish? Well, I have heard that you can install different voice packs into your, your system, into your computer, uh, that may assist if you have a particularly different uh, accent or if you speak proper like what we do up here in Scotland. Um, what else we got? Hutton Games Room still going strong in Discord. And we also have our wonderful guest joining us tonight to talk all about... Jeez, <laughs> right? I'm not going to call it anything, Baz, just for the sake of not saying what nearly came out of my mouth there, which would be a totally different evening that you would be putting on. But we have Baz joining us tonight to tell us all about his new project. You can see. Oh. Here we go. There is. Oh. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. Okay, it's written down. Thank goodness. But big bubble banter bus, Baz. Baz's big bubble banter bus. Um, yeah, okay. 
That's okay. I can I can handle that as long as it's as long as I don't try and say that when it's not in my eye line. Um, right. What's going on with Cecil then, Sean? Do you are you aware of what's going on with the Cecil uh, voice pack? If anyone doesn't remember, um, Cecil released a. Would you really call it a voice pack? He released a companion was, pack. Yes, companion pack. It was it was very much a reduced functionality, and his. Uh, his entire function was to get in the way. Yes. Uh, um, and, and that's been fine for a while. But um, what happened recently when HCS changed the way that they do their voice packs and put in the singularity, uh, you know, that's a, the very clever profile that does everything for you. It picks up all of your uh, bindings. To, it makes everything so much uh, simpler. And if you have multiple... Um, voice packs, it will actually switch between them. For example, I've got about nine of them, uh, and I can get the voice pack to pick six of my commanders, to, six of my uh, voice packs to automatically occupy different stations in the in the ship, which is, which is great. But Cecil wasn't working. And despite the, the fact that it is um, aimed very much at charity, uh, people were quite rightly saying, well, I've just bought this pack and it wasn't working. Well, after some hours of recording and uh, various people, including me, shouting at, at Pearson to do stuff in the recording studio, we actually have poised uh, an update to, to the Cecil voice pack, which is going to be a heck of a lot better. There's a lot more in it, a lot, lot more. It's still a companion pack. You really don't want Cecil grabbing hold of stuff, but he will talk to you a lot more. And as you mentioned at the beginning, there there are a whole load of cocktails in there, which he can, uh, which he can assist you with. In fact, I'm just going to have one now. I'm going to go for the. Oh, I know what I'm going to have. I'm going to have a slow, comfortable screw with a reverse thread. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, 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 that's good. But it'd be better in a big glass with a with a handle on the side. You know, boys drink. I know this girly stuff, but that's very that's. It does, uh, the cocktails are very nice. There's a whole load of stuff, huge amount of stuff. They did spend hours and hours and hours in the recording studio. So uh, every penny that is raised goes straight to charity with it. So uh, incl including all of the time that the HCS people have put in, it's, it's all going directly to charity. So look out for this coming out. Um, if you've already bought it, you will automatically get um, the upgrade. Don't you worry about that. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed, it'll be tomorrow. Yes, I think there's a, a fair bit of work that's getting done on that um, that they were talking about. So there is a heck of a lot of work that goes into these uh, voice packs. Um, it should not be under-assumed or um, taken for granted. It's a significant undertaking. I mean, I'm not even sure how long or how many repeat phrases that uh, Cecil must have recorded in that studio in order to get enough sound bites to create the interactions with the other cast of the HS voice packs as well so that you have that linked up chat and banter between people I mean it's it's unfathomable and, and Cecil also talks to the to the parrot and the cat and or talks about them at the very least yeah and there was a, there was a huge a lot of repetition um and there Various ways, because obviously if you give a command, you don't want exactly the same response every time. That gets a bit boring. So there are very many possible alternatives that can come out. And a whole load of random 
things where Sessa will come and try and talk to you. There's a bit where uh, echoes from the, the hold. There's a bit where you can banish Cecil to the hold and he will come and talk to you as he, as he wanders around looking through the cargo hold. Oh, look what I've just found. That kind of thing. Awesome. I'm very much looking forward to this. Well, yeah, hopefully we'll get news on that tomorrow. Keep an eye out on the Facebook page. It will no doubt be shouted from the rafters. Um, okay, I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure we covered it all. The Hutton Games Room. Now, obviously, if you were around for our VECM event, um, sadly, we couldn't do the physical ECM this year, and we had to revert to a slightly different uh, full-day stream with... The, uh, the concept was just getting everyone playing games and they're all little collectives and such. Um, so uh, whether or not you'd have that the, the one wee room for that particular game and everyone would jump in there and play that game together or there's maybe enough for two. If it was one of those games with limited numbers, you end up with two sessions of it or three sessions. And um, I know that um, a lot of people ha enjoyed that so much and have tried to keep it going. Uh, and I believe that's really what um, Dave wants us to, to say is if you are looking for someone to play with and you are feeling a bit, bit on your own, then do go and check out our Discord VECM and all the games rooms in there and see if you can find yourself someone to team up with. We're usually on most days on the TeamSpeak anyway in the public games room. Um, we'll be playing anything from, usually it's bizarre different games, but we've got a Civilization game going at the moment. We've got... Um, Minecraft Farming Simulator 19, the elite guys that come in, we've got, I'm playing Mountain Blade 2, which is fun actually, but I didn't think it would be, but then again, I played Farming Simulator and chopped down trees for three days solid and, and loved that too, so, um, you know, by all means pop into either TeamSpeak or into the Discord, wherever, just, you know, come in and say hello, um, and uh, if you're looking for someone to play with, there may be someone available, there might not be, so do be prepared, but you're can also feel that you've actually got voices and people to talk to. So check out the Discord, check out the TeamSpeak, and we'll see you hanging around out there. Um, where else have we got? Anything else in the the old VECM stuff? Oh, yes, hot off the press. Um, Moof has now the final refund of tickets has been processed. The bank account has been tallied. And the accounts have been prepared for this year's VECM. Uh, I'm just going to have a wee quick check to see if we are good to go with that. Let me just double check and see. Um, I'll just ask the question. But essentially... Um, we are looking to be making the donations. Probably we'll try and get them done tomorrow and then we'll put a list up on the VCM Facebook. And so Baz uh, will be in touch just to make sure that it all goes to the right accounts and things. And we try and avoid any um, fees using PayPal and stuff as well. Um, so we're all set our end, ready to give you some donations. That's a nice way to start the weekend. And it's, uh, again, a very clear accounting of where all the money came from and where it's going going to ignore that um i was just going to try and wipe the camera because i think i've got a bit of stir on it from uh, messing around with it earlier on um okay well and with a with a view of not keeping anyone any longer than they need to be here flossy 
we'll come and talk to Baz. Yes. After, after we do Flossie, we'll come and talk to you, Baz, and then we can let you get on. Um, yes, yeah, because we'll get Flossie through all this. Uh, are you ready with your little report? Yes, I'm ready. Now, the last time, I'm not sure what you had last week. Did you have the Community Goal music or did you have the Interstellar? I think it's Community Goal. All right, well, we're going to go Interstellar oh, this week no, they then. they did both. They did both. All right. Okay, <laughs> that's confusing. We'll just go for the uh, we'll go for the shortened Interstellar intro this week then, and then we'll pass over to you. When the universe is in trouble, bug infestations in the bubble, your home stations burn rubble. What on earth can we do now? Interstellar <coughs> initiatives Let Flossie tell you what it is Then you can get involved with this You should listen to what Flossie says Interstellar initiatives Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you can get involved with this Now you should Listen to what Flossie says. Hello, Flossie here with this week's uh, CCCG News. This does feel odd, me doing Norma's bit after she did mine. Oh well, I'm sure that people won't get confused since we sound nothing alike. Here are just some of the goings on that people have told us this week. We don't have room to include them all, so, so sorry about that, and maybe you'll get a mention next time. If you're lucky, I'll do something more interesting. Commander Skyfire has been talking, taking a leaf out of Aurora Australis' book and stooping around the Sinuata Desert area, definitely not social distancing, as he's been trying to increase his rep with as many factions as possible. So far, he's found a faction called Marine Forces Special Operations Command, working out of a station called Angus Mannering. If they ask for your name, don't tell them, Skyfire. He's also discovered another interesting faction called, just called, C-O-N-T-R-A-I-L. We don't know what their aim is, but we believe that they're involved in assembling 5G masks. At least that's according to one news with broadcast. So make sure you drink your lemon juice. Commander Thompson has been saving his credits. Mining in Baran, he's earned 7 billion credits over the last three weeks. Boys and girls, I think we can all guess what Commander Thompson is going to ask Santa to deliver as an early Christmas present, can't we? Commander Alan Dixon earned enough merits to get some Packhound missiles and he's finally getting around to power play after flying for nearly six years. The unexpected boost in available time will mean that he's going after the Guardian stuff next. He just reported that he still hates driving the SRV and on his Santa's list he's hoping for an SRV tank. Montgomery Python taking a bit of a well-earned rest after Operation Hot Mess. Rest? Who does he think he's kidding? He has shown that he's definitely old school. He's currently farming credits by taking missions and trading, with a touch of pupil thrown in. He claims that mining is not his thing since he had a near, near 
750 million last week from two loads of low-temperature diamonds. Obviously, he's sitting around with his feet up in his cockpit. No, that's not even for instance, since he's only made around 1 billion credits from other activities in the past two weeks since Hotmess finished. He tells us, with no small hint of pride, that he's close to his initial aim of having 10 billion credits. Also, he can afford to buy and run a fully equipped fleet carrier without the need to do any more mining. We would like to mention that in his spare time, Mr. Python is one of the band of truckers following in the footsteps of Major General Dr. Vegas in creating Remlock mask extenders for Nurse Wyeth and her stalwart band. Commander Star All You Know, as part of Dark Marauders, has in what seems a distinctly untruckery but highly organised manner, been improving the business of pirating low-temperature diamonds by building several ships that could sit at 19% heat in silent running, then following their victims into the rings. Cleverly, they trail them within five kilometres by hiding behind asteroids and waiting to lay man half a dozen asteroids to make sure there's a decent amount of cargo to be had. When ready to pounce, everything gets into position and one person scans the target ship and makes their demands known. Sometimes the target hands over the cargo, but when they don't, the marauders use several hatchback Olympics, then two ships peel off and chase the target ship by shooting them, without blowing up the ship, of course. They're pirates, not monsters. Most of us collect all the diamonds to sell at the black market. Of course, Sometimes the tactic fails, requiring firmer measures, but the less about that, the better. To show that they have a gentler sound, Commander Star All You Know assures us that they have taught at least one commander how to mine. We say you can't pilot someone if they don't have any cargo, after all. And have helped commanders to get credits for rebuys. And you also can't pilot someone if they don't have a ship. It's all part of life's rich tapestry, and I'm sure their mothers, mothers love them. And that's all from this week's Not The CG News. Flossie told you what to do. Okay, right, well then it is time for us to invite bars of his big bubble banter bus and come on to have a chat with us and give us the lowdown and the buzz all about his big bubble banter bus and uh, why he has decided to call it Baz's big bubble banter bus and uh, explain really what's going on. So Baz, tell us about your Baz's big bubble banter bus. I'm trying to get it in. <laughs> it, it'll get there, Cal. It will get there. <laughs> so... All of this came about from the um, something called the 2.6 challenge, which if you haven't come across the 2.6 challenge before, um, it was uh, an initiative um, that sprung out of the COVID, uh, current COVID crisis. And um, the sports industry got together and realised that charities were going to suffer greatly financially up and down the country as a result of all this with events being put off or the London Marathon, Glasgow Marathon, etc. Um, and encourage people to stay within social distancing, but to take on a challenge um, to raise money for charities. So 
a lot of people have already signed up for, for special effects and we as a team we were thinking about what we could do and to be honest other than walking I don't really do anything other than play elite <laughs> because the rest of my life is around my family Ali and her family so I thought well I might as well just go ahead and do something in elite so um I was racking my brains and thinking what I could do and came up with the idea of doing 26 consecutive nights, starting at nine o'clock, um, inviting people along to join me, other commanders along to join me. Um, basically, not really as a fundraiser, to be honest. That's that's very, very secondary to the whole thing. This is about just getting people together. And if people are having a really rubbish day in isolation, they can come along and they know they've got friendly old Baz goofing around in his anaconda or crate mark two as it's probably going to be um at nine o'clock and they can come along have a chat with other commanders take some selfies of wherever we're going so then i started discussing the idea with uh, dave pearson and said look i was what the original idea was that i do 26 run, runs out to Hutton orbital um on a, a nightly run out to Hutton, just messing around and dave said well if anybody's having a bad day doing a run out to Watton every night is probably going to send them over the edge. So um, why, why don't we vary it up, about a little bit and um, go and see places of note that people might not have ever been to see. So I said, well, okay, can you give me a, a list of places then that are noteworthy? And so it turned into, I don't know if anybody's ever watched An Idiot Abroad, the Carl Pilkington, Ricky Gervais TV programme. That's kind of what it's turned into, is Dave is just sending me around the universe to these places. I won't be as moany as Carl Pilkington, but um, we're starting at 9 o'clock on Sunday evening. Uh, that's the first run. Anybody that wants to come in, I'm PC, but I'm hoping some Xboxes will do and um, other platforms will do the same run. Uh, like I say, I've set a Just Giving page up. That's Mick has, Mick has actually asked me, not to make it a fundraising thing with the truckers because you guys do so much for us already and we've only just had BCM, but it's there anyway because I wanted to test setting it up on this campaign thing if I'm perfectly honest. Um, but the main thrust of it is nine o'clock on Sunday we do our first run. We're meeting at my home station, which is in uh, Curie Gateway in Ilpasai, um, where I've obviously currently let the, let the percentage drop <laughs> um, and we're going to leave from there and I'll reveal the first place we're going to now but from then on I'll be revealing where we're going to on the day that we're going to it. So the first place we're going to is in the Ross 1047 system, it's Cortez base, so those of you that know it can guess what we're going to be doing there, do bring an SRV. Um, and hopefully we're going to have fun. Um, we'll chat. It'll give us all a chance. Because I don't know about you. I, I got post ECM blues. Um, the, the Sunday afterwards was just terrible. And I was dying to chat to you guys again. So hopefully people will come along. We'll have a chat um, and just be together for an hour every evening for 26 days. So like I say, that starts on Sunday, the 26th of April. That is amazing, he said, without his microphone turn on. What an absolute muppet. Um, that does sound great. So how people just meet you at the location then to be involved and, and try and work it out or come and join you in the TeamSpeak room on ts.forthemug.com? Uh, I think you or Dave are going to set me up with a, a particular room in TeamSpeak. Okay. And so the, the chat will be done in TeamSpeak. Uh, we'll meet up at Curie Gateway in Hill Pass I. 
um, and we'll bumble on out from there. Um, but it's, it's one of the interesting things where I've been playing, uh, I've been actually out, out doing stuff since I came out of pilot training in May, to, May 2015. Um, when Dave sent me this list, I've been to one <laughs> in 26 places before. I've just spent all my time trading and exploring and annoying the security at nav beacons by shooting the wrong people. So um, this is going to be really, really interesting for me as well, going and seeing these places and actually seeing some of the game rather than what I normally do, which is just um, try to earn credits. Now, it's it's going to be done um, off-air, so to speak, so that people are they're not going to be on a stream or anything where people could watch. It's just going to be a get-together offline, or have you got a stream? Uh, I'm not bright enough to set up a stream. Right? <laughs> so, no, it's going to be off. Okay. Um, I, I, don't, I just don't have to set up here to, to stream. Um, well, no, it's uh, fine, because yeah. actually that can be... Um, uh, for for what you're trying to achieve, that could put people off who are actually needing it the most, but don't have the confidence to have their voice go out on air in case they say something daft. I mean, obviously, um, if you get to our level of professionalism, uh, that never happens. At no point do you ever say anything <laughs> daft, and so they. <laughs> <laughs> no, no point. Do you go off script or or miss words out or or just generally read someone else's lines? Um, so, no, I think that's probably actually a bit of a plus if people know that it's not going to be getting broadcast live. It is purely for you guys to go and have some fun together in game on a regular time slot. So that if you find yourself at nine pm with nothing particularly that you can think to do then why not go and join in with Baz's big bubble banter bus and take part in that and have a wee chat and keep him company and keep him out of the wrong. And if you happen to have been to one of these places that he's at and you think, oh gosh, I better go and help him out because he doesn't know about this and he doesn't know about that, that's ideal, that's exactly what he's looking for. And go and get involved and take part and help him create a, a bit of banter at 9pm on um, is it every night? Every night? Every night for 26 nights. That's, that's the challenge. That is the challenge. Okay, so we need to add bonkers <laughs> into that B list. Big bonkers bubble banter bus with Baz. And um, excellent. And hopefully not too many bangs uh, because that would then change the meaning and we don't want to go there but uh, no explosions unless it is one of the uh, destruction derbies um, oh crikey there's some amazing wee games that people put in so hopefully you'll come up there'll be some new games that you come up with uh, through your your evenings because uh, oh. how long are you going to be on for is it uh, an hour a night or two hours or are you just going to keep it as open right. so uh, probably a maximum of two hours um, but most of them will be around about an hour I think Okay, perfect. That's brilliant. The one thing that I, I forgot to say, but I, I should have said, was that all of this will be in the Hutton private group. We won't be in open play at all. So uh, it's all in Hutton private group. And his truckers only will be with us. There we go, guys. So get yourselves. If you're not already a member of the Hutton Truckers private group, you're going to get your applications in. And we will try and make sure that they are promptly accepted to make sure that there's no holdbacks. Right. So tomorrow night is your first one then. Sunday night. Sunday. Sunday the 26th. 
I don't know why I thought it's because you're giving the location <laughs> a bit early. That's no. why I thought it would be tomorrow night. I mean, ignore me. Um, the whole thing is the whole thing is around the two point six. So it's twenty twenty six. It starts for twenty six days, and I think that the reason it's the two point six challenge uh, for up and down the country is I think it's for sort of marathon is twenty six miles, and then the sports industry the whole thing. So twenty sixth of April, nine pm. It goes on for twenty six days. People can dip in and out. We're open to truckers of all experience levels. Um, and if, if they've not met before or talked to me, then please do come along. And if we're already friends, then definitely do come along. Brilliant. Um, all right, okay, well, I'm going to throw this open to the panel of the crew. Uh, any of them have any questions for you about this event? Oh, Flossie's first Covered up. everything wonderfully. Yes. <laughs> it sounds good. It sounds fun. Thanks, right. So from That's Sunday funny. night, nine pm. You're going to have Flossess Bright. Um, I know that generally speaking, around about nine o'clock, there's usually a good group of people congregating on uh, TeamSpeak, and a lot of them are usually doing um, some elite mining. So I'm sure that they will be persuaded to pop down and check in with you and uh, keep you company for some of your nights. So good luck with that, Baz. I hope it really goes well for you. Cheers. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you. And thank you for joining us tonight to um, give that a a good airing and give everyone an opportunity to get involved with it. Cheers, go. For the mug. For the mug, thank you. Right. For the mug. All right, Harry, sure, but I can see the HB. Uh, well, I guess finally now it's time for tune number two before we get homeschooled by Commander Otherspoon. History was never this much fun when I was learning. Mind you, I was allergic to slate and chalk, so it was never going to end well. Oh, there's a coincidence. This tune connects something that Wotherspoon says he's never been inside with a, an activity he vehemently denies taking part in. It's Fast Cars by the Buzzcocks. Powerful People. Encyclopedia Galactica presents biographies of notable people in the galaxy. This week, Yuri Grom. He fought off five other challengers to qualify for the big league. And yet, three years later, he was abandoned by his troops. His bushy beard, ludicrously scarred face and gimlet eyes seem almost like a caricature. Who is Yuri Grom? The truth is, we don't really know. A youthful 50 years old, Grom was born in 3256. Little's known about his early years, but despite his relative youth, he'd managed to become a federal admiral by the time he was 40. And then, without explanation, in 3301, he gave it all up. He abruptly resigned from the Navy and moved to his home system of Uriala. There is some speculation that Grom's bombshell was due to his disgust at corruption within the Federation, but it may equally be that he fancied himself as a tin-pot dictator, which is what he became. And then he became a super-duper top-of-the-range dictator, with medals and epaulettes. A number of junior federal officers resigned along with Grom, it's not clear whether he bribed them or whether it was his undoubted charisma that gained their loyalty. These junior officers were about to catapult Grom into the big time through the wonder of reality television. 
The Pilots' Federation had been screening contestants for its new Holovid series, The Dangerous Games, for several months. Five of the six teams had already been chosen. The Border Coalition, the Social LU Progressive Party, the Interstellar Communist Union, the Alliance Elite Diplomatic Corps, and Galcop. But there was a wildcard qualifier for the sixth place, and somehow no one quite knows how Yuri Grom's name was put forward by his faction of ex-Federal Navy pilots, the so-called Uriala Gromite, or EG, pilots. And didn't he do well? Grom smashed the qualifiers, beating such luminaries as the Achinar Immortals, the Imperial Inquisition, Battle Vortex, Planet Express, Black Amiga, and Peleus Libertas, who were all voted off, and he totally pulverised in competition the Wolves of Janai, Adel's Armada, the Blackbird Squadron, and the United German Commanders Coalition. And so, in July 3302, Grom and the EG pilots took their place on the starting line of the dangerous games Rise to Power. There were to be three community goals. The first was to deliver the rare good Gilia signature weapons to the Jaradhara system. The EG pilots squeaked home into first place, although Galkop actually delivered more of the weapons in a slightly longer time. This was the point at which everyone realised that Grom actually might win. The second week required piracy skills, stealing technical blueprints and selling them into the nervy system black market. This time the EG pilots completely stormed the event with nearly twice as many blueprints as the second place Galcop. Some of the other competitors began to scheme to help Galcop win, on the anyone but Yuri principle. But it was all to no avail. In the third week, the Pilots' Federation gave the competitors a puzzle to solve, to find precious gems and sell them into the Meropis system. Unfortunately, the Pilots' Federation QA team hadn't checked the puzzle, so the gems had to be found by brute force means, and the sheer number of EG pilots meant that they could brute force better than anyone. Amid a flurry of salt from the other competitors, and from participants who missed out on their decals, Yuri Grom was announced the winner, and the eleventh and final power in the galaxy. He took his place at the Celestial Chessboard in October 3302, unceremoniously booting out the other powers that were in his core systems. Grom brought to the table the so-called Grom Bomb, a frameshift drive disruptor mounted on a dumbfire missile that has led to many a peaceful freighter commander losing his ship and cargo. Rallying his troops under the slogan, Freedom Among the Stars, everything looked bright for Grom the Power. But less than three years later, in July 3305, the EG pilots announced that they were no longer supporting Grom after his terrible bouts of anger became just too much for them. The Grom Power lives on in name, but in fact it's a hollow vehicle for so-called fifth columnists, and all the disruption and chaos you might expect when a dictator goes bad. Grom is an embarrassment to the galaxy, and the corrupt dictator holds on to power only because his presence is convenient for the mafia, smugglers and drug dealers that run the rotten state of Uriala. The Pilots' Federation is rumoured to have been considering 
deposing the drunken old despot, but still he clings on to power, just. He is a spent force, a husk, a hollow man. He has a group photograph on the wall of his dictator's office. It used to show a laughing Grom surrounded by cheering commanders from the EG pilots. Now, every one of the EG pilots has been airbrushed out, and the photograph just shows Grom laughing maniacally with his arms round the shoulders of thin air like a distressed albatross. They say it's lonely at the top. Well, it's a hell of a lot more lonely when you've fallen all the way down to the bottom again. And that brings us to the end of the current series of Powerful People. Watch out for more documentaries from the Encyclopedia Galactica. Well, that was um, pretty spectacular there from our uh, our very own Pete Witherspoon. Thank you so much for that wonderful, uh, powerful people report. Uh, I know a lot of people have really been enjoying it, whether they be powerful or not. So there's some great feedback and any more that you bring. We would love to air. We love your stuff. We do indeed. Ah, right. I think it is time for another quick check and see what cocktails we can choose from uh, the Cecil list. Um, oh, oh, crikey. Oh, yeah, well, I've tried a Dirty Hober, but that was a bit dry. Um, there, there, was a, there was an amazing, amazing... Oh, you know what? I've, I've got, I'm just going to go for a Sidewinder. That's how I'm going to go and try and mix it. I'm gonna, so while we're doing our next section, I'm going to mix a Sidewinder up. Uh, and uh, give that a go. Um, if you're not familiar with the cocktails, you were able with the Cecil Pack to ask him to give you a cocktail and he would give you the recipe so that you could make it too. And I believe these were thoroughly, thoroughly researched by Cecil and Mr. Vantian, uh, who spent many, many, many uh, an evening on the floor trying to get back on their feet. Um, so they're definitely good. Um, right. How are we doing with theme guesses, Sean? Um, would a number, an integer, uh, fewer than one? Ooh. <laughs> How's that? Ooh. No one has a clue. We've had no. um, fast no. cars by the Buzzcocks, and then, of course, we had the wonderful um, musical Blades and Hollywood Pirate. Um, mm. Is there any clue we can give, or is the next song going to make it easier? Let's hope so. Mm. I think this this should it should be they've got to think about what's behind all this lot. It's it's I think this is less obscure than most of Dave's, but and it is and I will I will say it is elite dangerous related. Okay. How's that? There you go. That's he's, he's probably now gnashing he's probably annoyed now because I've given it away. But okay. it's it is Elite Dangerous related. Well, we're going to go now, and uh, I promise it's a complete coincidence that this tune is played before we don't switch to a Stetson wearing Son of the Lone Star State. Um, it's Crash by the Primitives, but we'll have an alternative buck report coming. So, Crash by the Primitives. See you after this. <laughs> Jeez, why did I, I couldn't do anything? I was on pause. Terrible, sorry. <laughs> I don't know how I managed to get back in time. It's like it's kind of it's it's uncannily um, 
freaking jammy on that particular one. <laughs> My butt just hit the chair as the fade out started. Um, okay, uh, we are going to pass over to the um, majorly um, sexy. Is that, is that? I think that's the correct words. Um, uh, he is. Um, oh, Craig! How else would you describe that uh, certain appeal that this man gives us? Um, it's it's kind of hard to put into to into words. So we'll just do it in a song. Um, we're going to pass over for our wonderful um, top trucker report. Uh, uh, is it that one? No, which one is it? That one. Uh, oh, crikey! We'll just do the intro. It'll be fine. Let's just go for it. Right, we'll hand you over to our top trucker. Now you're a trucker. All you gotta do is truck that truck. When you're a trucker, if you can't turn a profit, then you're out of love. For the mug that we fly all over the space Point to two lighties crossed at a hill of a base Just turn the wheel and keep that smile on your face Maybe someday soon you'll be a top This this isn't Buck. It's Buck's cuz baked naked. Here to bring you this week's hunting top trucker. <laughs> Harry, you were you 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 got my yeah that that rolled up thing that was stuck through the letterbox. That's mine, man. It don't, don't touch it that side. It's lit. Anyway. All y'all are top truckers in my book, especially the ones who keep bringing that onion head to my door, thighs I don't have to go out and buy my own. But the first trucker to bring me a case of some sugary cereal will be the ultimate top trucker this week and earn his or herself a decal. So, like, this has been putting top trucker. Brought to you by Onion Head and, you know, Lacon Spaceways. See ya. Why is the music still playing, man? Oh, I was just, I wasn't, I wasn't sure you were finished yet. No, normally Buck ends up. Confused. He, he throws in a wee joke at the end or something, and then then I know that everyone wants to leave. Oh, no, there's no jokes. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll just do this then. So, thank you, Buck's but, cousin. Could could we have? Could we that have, was seamless. Can we have? Can we have your name again, there, Buck Beamless. cousin? Bake. Baked naked. Yeah. <laughs> Baked naked. Well, thank you. Thank you what's for coming so, along. What's so funny, man? Oh. 
What you smoking? Is oh. that any better than mine stuff? No, I, I don't think it, yeah, I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say so. Um, we, Did we, you get a better batch of onion head than me? It's, it's always always possible it was a better batch of onion head. I mean, I, I usually, you know, I check with my supplier. Okay, Flossie's one hooks me up with all my narcotics. That's just wrong, man. I need some of that better stuff. Too. Well, I'll hook you up with Flossie. I mean, she she can sort you out. I mean, the painkiller she's on could kill a horse. Flossie, <laughs> that sounds like something you would do with your teeth, man. Well, the, yeah, that, that that's probably quite true. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Anyway, I'm pass out over here in the corner. Well, thank you for joining us, Sam. Um, baked and yeah. uh yeah joining us literally baked uh we will catch Night. up with you in a bit and obviously is buck okay he's gone he's out cold on the sh- he's just fallen asleep in the studio it's disgusting <laughs> all right uh crikey um well, what, what else have we got well is there anything else we need to do tonight guys is, harry is uh, i'm losing my mind obviously baked came in there unexpected and caught us <laughs> quite yeah. unawares mm-hmm <laughs> nice one of the gentle flower people there coming in. Mm. What, what's quite interesting though, and, and this will be something that will be apparent in, in the edit when we put this together at some point over the next two years, um, <laughs> that your 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 words uh, and Buck can hear you, but you can't hear him, and he's answering you. Oh, sorry, not Buck baked. <laughs> uh, it was working really, really well. I began to doubt. That you couldn't hear him and began to thought they've worked this out. I'm I'm trying to I'm going like this, making hand signals to go. No, stop, stop! He's here. He's here. You can't hear him, but he's here. And you, oh man! But you know it's one of those shows. Hopefully, we can resolve whatever this glitch is that has rendered one of my uh, audio feeds completely useless. And it's the one that sends the communications in the other direction so that they can hear each other. Uh, it's only working one way. But here we have a sidewinder. Holy jeez, that smells like petrol. Mm. I've, <laughs> I've, I've gone for a salty dog. Mm. Oh, mm. What are you going for, Flossie? I, I think I'll, oh, I'll have to go for a Newton Highway. <laughs> nice. Amelia, what's your choice? Definitely the Asylum. The Asylum, yeah. I'm not quite the sure asylum. what's in that one. And I'm not sure Baz can see the list, but uh, let's see. I think, oh, whoa, I reckon it Baz would be an indie Manhattan or an iced tea. Possibly a thunder and lightning. What do you fancy? Uh, I'd be iced tea. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's got anything in it apart from tea, but, you know, we'll find out once that pack. <laughs> Don't like it then. Oh, oh yes, yes. No, I assure you, there is there is quite a lot in there. I, mean, I remember, I remember that one. Mm. <laughs> well, Fantastic! There we go. We've got our drinks out, and the baked baked doesn't need anything. He just needs rehab. Um, right, where were we? We've had crash the primitives. We have had fast cars, the buzzcocks, and we started the show with Hollywood Pirate by Musical Blades. Um, Oh, uh, what else is there? What do we do? Normally we'd have a, a wee chat with the, the green room, but we're not. A, I'm realising uh, that... Green I, room's next week, yes. Yeah, if I hold this La- bottle last up. Last one of the month. Unfortunately, um, it is my special 
special reserve Lagavulin. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Oh my god, is it smooth? Looks nice. But it's a oof, it's a special bottle. Um, it's not very well. Is that a tear for you shedding there for finishing it? I splashed it in my eye. <laughs> it's worse than chili. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, Scotsman, don't cry. Um, so we do have uh, one more tune um, to play, and then we will come back to reveal the theme and finally play out. Um, and I think, Wilma, you've got the details for this tune. Is that right? I do. I mean, I hope someone hurries up and guesses the theme correctly, because quite frankly, I'm tired of hanging around. And so are the Zetons. Our, uh, is that right? Is that the right one? That's the right one. Uh, our, our last few tune there, Tired of Hanging Around by the Zootones, Crash by the Primitives, Fast Car by the Buzzcocks, and Hollywood Pirate by Musical Blades. Did anybody get any glasses? Anyone got any guesses? You've got a couple of seconds to get your guesses, not your glasses. If you need your glasses, keep your glasses. Don't give your glasses to Palantir. He will not give them back. Any guesses? How do you think I got these? <laughs> They look remarkably like um, Dave's. Oh, yes. Not from this side, they don't. <laughs> oh, God, Flossie oh, just stole Someone's woken up Foco took. Wow, that was amazing. Flossie just stole your glasses back. I've had to put them in. I can't see them on this Who said that? That's better. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah, yeah. Give him his glasses back. He can't see them. You can't see without them, right? Okay, we've got them back. There we go. Um, right, you. I can see you've maybe had, what, one guess in? One brave uh, commander? Yeah, Foco took, did that, and he's also followed up with another one. But uh, we, I'm just going to put that in there. Uh, he, and I think he's got sort of uh, an idea, but it's not right. Let me just stick with that one in as well. So Foco took guest... Is it pirates going too fast will crash and then be hung by the authorities? No. No. People are hanged. It's only meat that's hung. And buck, apparently. <laughs> the, uh, the elite... And then he said, follow up, but the elite police craft, they get called on people too much notoriety, the ATR, but... Uh, no. 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 But at least that, that is a lot closer than anyone else because nobody has put a guess in at all. Go be in it to win it. I thought they might... People might get this one. I thought it was a hard one this week. No. Oh, oh says the woman who came up with her thing that required, <laughs> which required a degree to get it. <laughs> okay. Well, if you thought it was hard, it's flipping impossible then. I see. Mm. I see. I'm just beginning to picture it in my head. So Hollywood Pirate, Pirate, um, by the musical breed. So obviously, if you are a pirate, you are going to find yourself falling foul of this week's theme. Um, fast cars have a tendency to speed. If you speed your ship around a station and break that speed limit, and you're going to fall foul of this particular theme as well. Um, mm. Crash. Well, yeah, if you crash into something, you can often get a, a particular theme too. Um, try not to say the bloody word. And of course, hanging <laughs> around on a pad unnecessarily raw, long or for too long will land you on the wrong side of this week's theme. And our final song that we'll be playing out on tonight is called Fine Time. 
by the cast, and obviously with that we have revealed that tonight's theme was fines or things you. Lipo Breaker sent in a uh, sent in a guess one second before you announced it, but that's that's um, too late. Too late. <laughs> or, or perfectly timed, one of the two. Um, but we adjudicate, so not tough luck. Um, right, well, dude. Close, but no cigar. We are hopefully yeah. um, going to. Yes, Monica. Back what? next week. If you are up to anything in game, you can seriously help us out by letting us know what you've been doing this week, if it's of worthy note. Obviously, we'll have an update from uh, Baz's banter. Bus and uh, big, 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 big. <laughs> big banter bus, yes. Oh, yeah, don't forget that. Um, what, you know, what we're going to try and do with it once Baz actually gets around to creating an event for it on our page, what we're going to do is going to try and keep an eye on it each day and then put a, a shout out on our page to point back to that so people know what's going on and tell them what's happening that particular day. Brilliant. Try and do that. Lovely. Excellent. So you can find Brilliant. a nice quick way to get involved and support Baz and his big bubble banter bus um, well. <laughs> when they kick off on Sunday. So be there and, and join in. Um, do we have anything else we require to bring to people's attention tonight? Well, I think you did quite well there saying big bubble banter bus, but it's hardly a tabletop table, is it? <laughs> you see, the problem you've got is it's, right, it's baby stuff. It, it's not a big bubble banter bus that's the problem at all, because as a phrase, it's okay, but it's not the phrase that jumps into my head. So, whenever I go to say it, big bubble banter bus isn't the phrase. It does have the word <laughs> bus and it does have baz, but I can't say it, so um, that's the problem, is that it keeps jumping into the mind as I try to speak, and that's never a good thing, because at some point, if you go too quick... You'll be buggered. It's going to... Yeah, that, wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't it, but now it is. Now we've got Baz's big banter bugger bus. No, it's not. It's his big bubble banter bus. Um, and join that on Sunday for night. <laughs> Thank you, Flossie. Voice of reason coming in there. Um... <laughs> We'll be back here. It gives you an idea how bad the rest of us are. <laughs> we will be back here from half past eight next Thursday. On Tuesday, you've got Live Radio half past eight on twitch.tv forward slash Live Radio. Tomorrow night, if you are a loose end and you fancy joining us for a pub quiz on twitch.tv forward slash Psychocow, you'll be more than welcome. It is not safe for work. It kicks off at seven and you'll be lucky if we get ten minutes into it before there's something that should be after the watershed. But it's a night at the pub virtually with your pals. Conversations tend to be a little bit locker room. So if you don't mind that and you want to take part in a particularly challenging pub quiz, come on over, come on over, it's fun. It's uh, <laughs> dead easy, dead easy to play. You don't even need to watch on Twitch, technically, if, if the banter's annoying you. Uh, you know, it's not Big Baz bubble banter bus. It's Psycho Cow's psychotic socialite. Right. Yeah, um, sillies and uh, Skip Rat. And pillbox, and generally speaking, it goes on from 7 p.m. till about five minutes past too drunk for the majority <laughs> of some of our guests. Um, but you're more than welcome to come along and take part. It's a, it's a bit of fun. We we, we look forward to it. And it's, it's a sort of highlight of our weekend, and uh, everyone's welcome. Um, just 
don't expect a sort of university challenge uh, anytime soon. Um, Amelia, is there anything going on that you want to raise awareness of? Um, not really, not at the moment. I mean, we're, we're doing a traveler RPG at the moment and using uh, Roll20, which is kind of fun. And it's a little like Elite Dangerous. Um, and once we're through with it, if uh, everything works out, then I'm probably going to be doing one on occasion that the truckers can join in and have fun should they fancy. Um, we'll see how it goes. Other than that, just for the mug. Fantastic, thank you. Um, Baz, any last words? I don't mean you're uh, going to be put to death after this. I just mean <laughs> put to the show. I think I'll just round off with uh, come and join Baz's big bubble band bus on Sunday at nine. <laughs> That's the first time I've actually said that whole entire phrase throughout the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> to finish that with, if you can be bothered. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Right, okay. And well, uh, no, thank, thanks very much for having me on. And um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the, the 26 days after Sunday, actually. It'll be lovely to if people come along and just have a little chat. Awesome. Well, we wish you the best of luck with it. And we'll, you know, throw as many people as we can in your direction that are looking for um, that kind of peaceful enjoyment that comes from playing with other people in a nice, calm setting, um, which yeah, is exactly what you're offering. So. Fantastic, thank you very much. All right, we've got Flossie and Sean. Is there anything you guys need to... We'll go Flossie first. Anything at all you want to give a shout-out for? Um, can't really think of anything at the moment. Okay. <laughs> I've been uh, playing too much of a very addictive game. What's that one? <laughs> Animal Crossing. <laughs> 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 Have you, have you, and this is um, from a, a husband of somebody who's currently playing it in the other room, have you visited Nukazon yet? No, no, I've not visited Nukazon. So I've, just, I've just had KK do a concert ah. and I can now do, I can now do the island construction stuff, I can make paths and things. That's about as far as I've got. Well, there is... Oh, and, how much of a turnips? <laughs> <laughs> well, Nukazon is a great place for you to get together with other people that play it. And there are various systems where you can find the best turnip prices on the stock market. Um, so if you check it out, you can possibly go and get some neeps and sell them at a massive uh, improved price. But um, I think. We did, we did go to somebody who was advertising on Discord earlier. Who was selling. Uh, who had a uh, sell price of 510, I think it was. Oh, but they're always looking for something, oh. aren't they? They're always looking for something in return. It's never free. But Nook is on. Check it out. It's, I think it's a Discord room Nook as well. Is Nook is on as in Amazon, but for Nooks. Um, All right. And, yeah. Um, I'll look up for that. Check it out. I believe Susie and, and uh, various other people that play um, tend to have a look at that. And that sort of fills her day to collect and to exchange fossils that she needs for fossils that she's got. It cleans that. It's quite cool. All right. All right. Yeah. Harry, your chance. Me and I'm just going to relax. And I'm just trying to work out. I don't know which one of the, these cocktails to have to, to finish the evening off or finish me off there. I'm not sure whether to go for the Michael Collins, the Gold Geezer Jumper, or the Imperial Hammer. Tell you what, I think I'll have all three. 
<laughs> I'll deploy paint defense. <laughs> <laughs> for the up chug. Yes, for the mug. Remember, pick your tipple that best suits your receptacle because it's always going to be for the mug. It's not for the, the sippy mug. For the for, for the, 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 the yeah the glass for mug. The, 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 the yeah. <clears throat> for for the for the short short mug. Uh, and we're going to play that last song for you. But first of all, good night, everyone. See you next week. If you're around, come and join us. Half past eight right here. Twitch.tv forward slash Hutton Orbital Truckers. Until next time, goodbye. And for the mug, and thank you for giving us your time. For the mug.